So this is uh, our weekly Four Questions Journalist Spotlight, and uh, we are talking this week to Dan Wiesenhunt with Decaturish. And uh, Dan, I'm going to let you give us a little update, a little overview about what is Decaturish, and uh, then we'll, we'll kind of chat a little bit about some of the questions here. Yeah, so uh, Decaturish is a local news website. We're based in Decatur, Georgia. Uh, we cover Decatur. We cover Avondale Estates. We cover the sort of the metro area around that, so Druid Hills, Medlock Park, uh, Kirkwood. We're starting to do coverage in Tucker now, so it's kind of in that central DeKalb area in and around Decatur, hence the, the ish. And so we publish, uh, we publish, you know, generally seven days a week. We publish more heavily Monday through Friday, obviously, uh, because otherwise I would never get time off, uh, so... We try to limit our publishing, our, our heavy-duty publishing, just to Monday through Friday. But, you know, that often is not the case because we, we always have to deal with breaking news and stuff usually. Um, so I set those deadlines, but, uh, you know, I often I often don't meet my own deadlines for not working. Um, and, yeah, so we cover local news. We cover politics. We cover COVID-19. Seems like COVID-19 is all we've been covering for – Many, 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 many weeks, um, and, you know, probably many more weeks, but we're starting to get into some other fun stuff like how COVID is messing up the budgets of cities and all that good stuff. So that's yeah. crime news and lawsuits and all that. So you, you segued nicely into my first question about uh, kind of what, what you're reporting on, on currently, which is uh, obviously a, a little bit more pandemic-focused. Yeah, it's a little Has, more pandemic-y than we usually get. Yeah. yeah. So, so how how has or ha, has the uh, pandemic and the stay at home and shelter in place and whatnot has that affected how you're reporting or how you're able to gather stories? Well, yes and no. I mean, I've always been I've always generally had a home office. I have a co working space in downtown Decatur as well. I haven't been able to go there in a while, but you know, I'm an internet based publication, an internet based company. Um, most of what I do can be done that way. Uh, where it, where it's changed things is that we don't have the in-person meetings that we used to. Uh, and so we have a lot more filters between ourselves and the information. Uh, some of that is easy to get around. Some of it's not. Uh, people are generally more stressed and irritable than they normally would be. So I try to be mindful of people's time. Uh, and respectful of that and try, I try not to, you know, I try not to impose upon people's time anyway, but especially now, uh, I try to be really thoughtful about when I email people and what I'm asking them and what their time constraints are and making sure that, you know, my deadlines aren't, uh, arbitrary and needless, uh, because I mean, it's not like there's a shortage of things to write about. We've got plenty of things to cover right. on any given day. Um, so it's it's made me I think it's made me a lot more patient and a lot less, you know, now 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 than I would be in ordinary circumstances because it's all I call this this is like the two month hurricane. Like a hurricane is typically like a week, the storm hits, you got the aftermath, whatever damage it did. This is just like a perpetual hurricane. It it doesn't stop. There's always something new. Uh and and uh breaking with it so so is there a, a story you've worked on recently that had kind of 
special meeting for you. I know you've been covering the healthcare side of this and the data side of this and the business side of this. Is there, is there a story that stands out and you look, look back over the last two months and said, you know, I'm really proud that we really were able to cover this story in this way. Um, I think any, any of the stories we've written about the people who have dealt with it matter to me because I think so much of what we see, there's this disconnect of people who read these stories online and they're just like, oh, I don't know anybody who has it. Why just, why should I do anything? Why, why should I change the way I live or, or my habits? And I think anytime we can put a face to uh, what's been going on, that's important. It's important to do that. Uh, I think some of our, uh, you know, just looking at the way that the state has handled itself and in terms of the shelter in place type orders and, and how it's really created this disconnect. I think we've done a pretty decent job of showing because we cover more than just one city. We were able to show how different cities basically took it upon themselves to deal with the pandemic in different ways, absent a state response. And it created, you know, it was really confusing around here for a while because Decatur had a, you know, order that said, we're closing all our restaurants, you know, you need to stay at home. And Tucker said, well, we're going to have a curfew, but we're not going to close our restaurants. And DeKalb said a different thing. And, you know, I think, I think being able to keep our eye on multiple responses happening simultaneously really helped illustrate that problem for people. Uh, in ways that it might not have at, at another publication because it was really all over the place. Um, and now I guess it won't be because the state said that the cities can't enact their own shelter in place orders. Uh, so we're open for business um, for whatever that's worth. I, I, you know, doesn't feel like it to me. I know most people I know aren't going anywhere and they're staying at home. Um, we're not going anywhere. You know, we've been, it's been me and my wife and my son at home for, Weeks and weeks and weeks now. So, all right. So, what's the what's the funniest thing that's happened in in this whole experience? Uh, something you just cracked up laughing at. Um, I think the first few days of it was kind of interesting. Where everybody, I said, "Well, who's running the who's running this response?" And they're like, "The Cab Emergency Management Agency." And I go on the DeKalb Emergency Management Agency website, and there's, like, nothing about the <laughs> pandemic, you know. And, like, the CDC is right there. So uh, I think we, we ended up doing a USA Today story uh, about that as well, um, you know, where it's, it's like, yeah, it's great the CDC's here, and we have all this leadership. But, um, you know, locally, it's just basically every person for themselves. Um, so I think that was probably, if, if there's anything that could be funny about it, um, Trying to think if there's anything else that like it's so, so hard to find humor in it. Um, you know, it's it's so sad in so many different ways. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, just the Zoom meetings. You know, seeing people like you, like city commissioners, you know, having to stop a meeting to swat a hornet, you know, that landed on their computer or something. It's just kind of funny getting to see people in their natural uh, environment. It's been it's been humanizing and um. You know, it's it's been entertaining for sure. And seeing old people learn how to use Zoom has been funny uh, in and of itself. You know, is this thing on? Um, right, right, right. Where, where, so, where, where am I supposed to be looking? 
Yeah. yeah. Normally it's it's been mostly just funny stuff with the kid at home and 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 that's about that, but uh yeah, that that's just, just the small stuff. It's not any one thing. It's just the small things and how you know, humans are so social. You know, we really depend on that interaction even though, you know, before all this happened everyone was like we're so alone and we're so isolated. Well, maybe not as much as we thought because we sure as hell miss it now. Um Right. Right. So, so you know, te- technology-wise, it looks like uh, everything's been working out for you in terms of, you know, getting the getting the stories written and getting them up on the site. No, no issues there with technology. No, um, yeah. no, we've we've done pretty well um, with that. Um, the server's stable. I wish that my host would quit hitting me up for more money um, <laughs> because I don't have it. Uh, well, you know, I pay three hundred bucks a month for my server, which. You know, it's it's a high traffic server, but everything on the internet it feels like works as like a toll lane. So it's like the more successful I am, you know, the more money they want from me. And I get it, but at the same time, like in this particular instance, more traffic does not mean more money. It's it's the weirdest thing that the media is having to deal with is where we have more readers and engagement than we've ever had, but the money is going in the opposite direction. So that's the only technical challenge and it's not really a challenge because WP engine didn't, you know, downgrade my site or anything, but it's still frustrating. You know, when I get a whole email, that's like nice website you have there, you know, be, be a shame if your traffic got down. I mean, they never sent me anything like that, but you know, the implication is, well, you're getting a lot of traffic and that's not really what your service plan is. And maybe you should gotcha. upgrade it, but yeah, I'm at the highest tier. Like the tier above mine is like you're talking about thousands of dollars a month, probably, which I don't have. So, uh, what kind of stories are you? Do you want to do next? What do you? What do you? What do you feel like needs to be covered next? We really need to get into the data um, because the way the state is presenting its COVID nineteen data is just confusing the hell out of everybody. Um, they updated the state. I've got Kathy Harris, who's one of our freelancers, and she actually used to cover uh, epidemiology stories in a, in a previous job. And I'm going to have her talk to some uh, experts over at Emory, um, call the state, and try to get a better handle on it because people are looking at these numbers and they're not coming away with a better understanding of where we really are and where we need to be. That is the thing that bothers me the most right now is we really don't know what the playing field looks like. Um, we keep talking about, we kept, we keep setting these dates. Like we're going to open on April 30th or whatever, or we're going to let the shelter in place order expire. But what we need to know is what is the, what is the light? We need to know the length of the tunnel before we even see the light at the end of it. You know, like what is the plan here? Like, what are we waiting on? Are we waiting on, you know, X number of de- uh, you know, cases a day. And for it's got like, what is, I haven't heard anything, you know, I've heard what the, the federal government's doing, but you know, apparently we're not following that. I just got an email today before you and I started chatting from city schools of Decatur and they're like, Hey, we don't know if we're going to be able to go back to school next year. You know, like, so you got three months to ponder that nightmare. Uh, it's, I mean, Right. You no, know, it's it it's it's really going to be in need. There there needs to be leadership, and I think that's really what 
all media should be pushing for right now is we need a national game plan. How are we going to get out of this? Because uh, right now, ne- that uncertainty is the worst. The worst. Uh, you can't plan for anything anymore. So have you had a chance for any kind of uh, recreation? Any any, any good uh, relaxing a bit? Uh, I know you got, the kid, you got the kid keeping you busy. So, yeah, we got the kids. So um, I kind of the break. Hold on. We got a Nintendo Switch. Uh, My wife and my son both have our own Switches, and so we're really into playing this. It's it's a fun little diversion. Um, We were we. My son is five, but y'all aren't y'all aren't gonna judge me. Y'all better not judge me. Um, But so my son is five, and he was playing Mario Kart on my Switch, and you know that was cute. But then you know I wanted to play my Switch too because I also had downtime. And so we ended up going out and like right before everything shut down, we went and got him a Switch Lite, which is like the, the just the handheld version of it. Yeah. And you cannot pry him away from that. We we like have started to like implement new rules and, but you know what are you gonna do? Like I mean, he's an only child. He doesn't have anybody else to play with besides yeah. us. So we kind of we kind of had to make those concessions uh, to keep ourselves sane. Yeah. That's about the extent of right? And going for walks, you know, I, I go out for a walk every day and, you know, just try to stay active. Um, I mean, I tell people if it weren't for my pillbox, I wouldn't know what day of the week it was. I mean, I had to like, put, you know, yeah. put it all in a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. I gotta do when you, and you guys just hit a, a good uh, milestone you were telling yeah. me the other day, right? Yeah. So we got a thousand paying supporters, which is cool. Um, we got a, I think we're at like a thousand forty something right now, which is cool because my goal was twenty twenty five hundred by the end of twenty twenty one, and I was already bracing myself mentally to have to eat that because I didn't think that we would get a thousand by the end of this year um, at the rate we were going before, before this hit. So that's that's awesome. I hope it, you know, hope it lasts. I, I mean, you know, I, I can't really fault people. You know, if we're in the middle of a freaking depression, you know, you know, three months from now, I'm not going to be able to hold it against people who are like, hey, I need that three bucks a month back. Um, you know, but, I mean, but you know, I will, I'll, I'll put in my plug here, you know, support local journalism. Yeah. I was, yeah. Please, uh, please. If it's not me, support somebody else. I really don't, you know, I'm not choosy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still have my subscription to WAPO and New York Times and, in Aniston and all those places. So I'm still, I probably got more new subscriptions than any person needs, but um, uh, I just, I just subscribed to the last week to uh, the Morgan County citizen friend of mine, oh, wow. friend of mine's the uh, editor out there and, uh, and the Covington news. I got a friend out there. So I thought, you know, I'm going to yep. put my money where my mouth is and subscribe and support the local papers out, out that way too. So, Excellent. Yep. That's the best thing you can do for local media right now. Cool. Well, Dan, I appreciate your time. Uh, we've been talking appreciate to Dan, Dan with Decaturish. Check it out. Decaturish.com, right? Yep. Decaturish.com. Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday, Sunday. Uh, <laughs> always online. We know uh, how that works. Yeah. Great. Yep. Dan, thanks very much. Thanks, Mitch. Have a good day.